0: Hi, welcome to History's Great Speeches. I'm Charles Featherston, voice artist, narrator, and compiler of the series. Please like or subscribe, and feel free to contact me via Bandcamp, Podbean, Facebook, or Patreon to let me know speeches or time periods you'd like to see covered. You can find a full set of links at my website, charlesfeatherstone.uk. Cicero, on his consulship, 60 BCE. See how almighty Jove, inflamed and bright, with heavenly fire fills the spacious void, and lights up heaven and earth with wondrous rays of his divine intelligence and mind, which pierces all the inmost sense of men, and vivifies their souls, held fast within the boundless caverns of eternal air. And would you know the high sublimest paths and ever-revolving orbits of the stars, and in what constellations they abide, stars which the Greeks erratic falsely call, for certain order and fixed laws direct their onward course. Then shall you learn that all is by divinest wisdom fitly ruled. For when you ruled the state, a consul wise, you noted, and with victims due approached, appropriating the rapid stars and strange concurrence of the fiery constellations. Then, when you purified the Alban Mount and celebrated the great Latin feast, bringing pure milk, meat offerings for the gods, you saw fierce comets, bright and quivering, with lights unheard of. In the sky you saw fierce wars and dread nocturnal massacre. That Latin feast on mournful days did fall, when the pale moon, with dim and muffled light, concealed her head and fled, and in the midst of starry night became invisible. Why should I say how Phoebus's fiery beam, sure herald of sad war, in midday set, hastening at undue season to its rest? Or how a citizen struck with the awful bolt hurled by high Jove from out a cloudless sky left the glad light of life? Or how the earth quakes with a fright and shook in every part? Then dreadful forms, strange visions stalked abroad, scarce shrouded by the darkness of the night, and warned the nations and the land of war. Then many an oracle and augury, pregnant with evil fate, the soothsayers poured from their agitated breasts. And even the father of the gods filled heaven and earth with signs and tokens, sand presages sure of all the things which have befallen us since. So now the year when you are at the helm collects upon itself each omen dire, which when Torquatus, with his colleague Cotter, sat in the curul chairs, the Lydian seer of Tuscan blood breathed to affrighted Rome. For the great father of the gods, whose home is on Olympus's height, with glowing hand himself attacked his sacred shrines and temples and hurled his darts against the capital. Then fell the bronzen statue, honoured long of noble Natter. Then fell down the laws graved on the sacred tablets, while the bolts spared not the images of the immortal gods. Here was that noble nurse of the Roman name, the Wolf of Mars, who from her kindly breast fed the immortal children of her god with the life-giving dew of sweetest milk. Even her the lightning spared not. Down she fell, bearing the royal babes in her descent, leaving her footmarks on the pedestal. And who, unfolding records of old time, has found no words of sad prediction in the dark passages of Etruscan books? All men, all writings, all events combined to warn the citizens of freeborn race to dread impending wars of civil strife and wicked bloodshed when the laws should fall in one dark rain, trampled and overthrown. Then men were warned to save their holy shrines, the statues of the gods, their city and lands, from slaughter and destruction, and preserve their ancient customs unimpaired and free. And this kind hint of safety was subjoined, that when a splendid statue of great Jove, in godlike beauty, on its base was raised, with eyes directed to Seoul's eastern gate. Then both the Senate and the people's bands, duly forewarned, should see the secret plots of wicked men and disappoint their spite. This statue, slowly formed and long delayed, at length by you when Consul has been placed upon its holy pedestal. Tis now that the great sceptre Jupiter has graced his column on a well-appointed hour and at the self-same moment faction's crimes were by the loyal Gauls revealed and shown to the astonished multitude and Senate. Well then did ancient men whose monuments you keep among you, they who will maintain virtue and moderation by these arts ruling the lands and people subject to them, Well, too, your holy sires, whose spotless faith and piety and deep sagacity have far surpassed the men of other lands, worshipped in every age the mighty gods. They, with sagacious care, these things foresaw, spending in virtuous studies all their leisure and in the shady academic groves and fair lyceum, where they well poured forth the treasures of their pure and learned hearts and like them you have been by virtue placed to save your country in the imminent breach. Still with philosophy you soothe your cares, with prudent care dividing all your hours between the muses and your country's claims.